How was foraging on Saturday? Uh, it got moved to the 24th. Aww. So it was a re- it was a Facebook poll. And at the time, July 10th was winning, but then July 24th won out. So that will be in a couple weeks. Lame. <laughs> Which is good because it'll be a nice little like day off since school will have started by then. Yeah, you start school again next week, don't you? <laughs> next week. This week we have like a week of welcome for incoming freshmen and 10th graders because i mean the 10th graders haven't been on campus so yeah yeah i'm working this week (laughs) your whole your whole year school yep well we get the two weeks off in september and might go to disneyland or something i don't know that sounds nice see how was your party yesterday (sighs) let's just not talk about it okay (laughs) okay (laughs) let's not talk about it Uh, i'm not surprised very sad. <laughs> um, more sad about just the absolute shambles of English football fans and the way that they behave than I am about the excellent performance that our young gentlemen put forward throughout the entire of the Euro tournament this mm-hmm. year. They did very well. Everybody who is like, oh, England is an absolute fucking moron. And, uh, I I don't like you. You're an idiot. (laughs) Be Um, nice, people. Yeah, just... I am always less disappointed that England has lost and more disappointed at just the... What happens afterwards. Mm -hmm. Like, um... England fans are just very unpleasant people. Um, and don't have many brains to use when it comes to problem solving and thinking about their feelings. Um, (laughs) and... Yeah, it just, there's a bunch of racist shit going on right now, because the three lads who missed the penalties and whatever are black, and oh, it's just, okay, guys, it it is just football, though. Like, what have you done to be useful to your society in the last 20 years? Um, yeah. So, while I while I was disappointed at the, at the result, I'm more disappointed about English fans. I'm also, uh, this is my public plea now, Please stop now sending me it's not coming home jokes like I haven't heard it before. Uh, leave me alone. Thank you. <laughs> Agreed. It's very tiresome. This is one of those situations where it's incredibly tiresome to be English because people send out these blanket statements like, I fucking hate English fans. I'm so glad the English lost. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Now you're giving me a complex. Um, Stop. <laughs> Yeah, it's emotionally taxing when there's something that, like, applies to you that, you know, is very talked about at one time. And it's like, it's not just America. It's like, everybody in Europe is like, ha ha ha, England lost, fuck England. It's like, oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. I'm actually really happy for the Italians that they won, but fuck me, I guess. (laughs) So, be nice. Let's be nice. Even if you're doing it in jest, just be nice. I'm very tired of it now. It's been a whole month. Just leave me alone. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme, and it's episode 63. Tis. Now I have two podcasts to intro for, so I got confused. (laughs) 
<laughs> I honestly don't know how the McElroys do it. <laughs> fuck, fuck if I know. I don't know, man. They're all on like six podcasts each, and I'm like, I don't know what I would do. That's just, I can't, I can hardly even like manage my week. I don't know how anybody manages to do like public shit like that all the time. Yeah. I, okay, so I have a, what I thought was an update, but it is actually its own post, kind of, but. <laughs> Uh, it's confusing. So I thought, you guys, that this belonged to you. Will I be the asshole if I charge my husband admin fees? But it is not. It's a different user. That user is still up. This user deleted her account. Um, and so I do have two posts from her. We're going to read the more recent one first, and then I'll read the other one. <laughs> okay. So OP is 29 and her husband is 39. Oh, no. It's happening again! (laughs) Deja vu all over again, man. I feel like we haven't had that many age gap relationships recently. Yeah. And they're back now. I This is a total tangent, but my husband and I are watching the uh, movies Fear Street on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And it's basically about like the same thing happening over and over again. And definitely starting to feel like that. Um, It's very good. Check it out. Especially if you liked like Scream or The Babysitter. Very good. It's based on the Goosebumps. Is it? Fear Street books, isn't it? Yeah. 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 There's a series of uh, Goosebumps books that is specifically called Fear Street, and I think R.L. Stein was involved in helping to make it. I don't remember. Let me. I may sh- be talking out my ass. It's a teenage horror fiction series written by R.L. Stein. Nice. Okay, I knew my incredibly pull. niche knowledge was uh, <laughs> was going to be useful at some point. And apparently, yeah, it has a lot of books. Okay, but no spoilers. The the third book. The third movie comes out on Friday, so it was like releasing every Friday. But yeah, anyway, deja vu type situation. Uh, The title is, My husband doesn't get that meeting my needs and running errands isn't self-care for moms. (laughs) And it will become very clear very soon why I was confusing it with the will I be the asshole if I uh, charge my husband admin fees. Uh, which Shit. is from the episode titled Red Flag City. I can't remember what number it is, but it's a similar situation. Anyway, my husband seems to think that the stuff like having a quick shower after going for five days without, running into the grocery what? store by myself for 25 minutes, or getting a basic haircut after two years of not getting it done, or simply any time where he is watching the kids, all count towards my self-care me time. What? Whoa, hold up. <laughs> She didn't have a shower for five days? Yeah. Wow. If I don't have a shower for five days, which occasionally happens when I'm feeling particularly sorry for myself, and I don't want to do anything, include look after myself, I feel fucking nasty as hell. If my husband noticed I hadn't had a shower for five days, he'd be like, be nice <laughs> like, to yourself, okay? Take yeah. a shower. But like, five days. Yeah. And we are recording in the afternoon, so get ready for Ew. the cars, people. I kind of think that this stuff just counts as maintaining basic hygiene and doing chores and errands. My husband goes out for a few drinks two to four times a month. So tonight he's going out and I said I was jealous. It sounds nice to go out and have a few drinks without the kids. I don't really get to do stuff like that for me. He said that I'm going to a doctor's appointment tomorrow and that and that's for me. It's something I wanted to do. I told him a doctor's appointment isn't the same as going out for drinks. It's not enjoyable or stress relieving. He just kind of brushed it off. I'm still so mad that he thinks those two things are at all equal. 
I just don't know how to get it through his head that I need actual time for stress relief. He always acts like if I want to go out for coffee or have a glass of wine or have a nice bath or something, that I'm taking extra time on top of all the me time he thinks I'm already getting. What on earth? <laughs> like I am unfairly burdening him with watching the kids when he already works eight hours a day. He was just on three and a half months of paternal leave and said it's so stressful watching the kids 24-7 and would give me breaks a lot. I thought he finally understood what it's like. How do I make him get it? Taking time for myself isn't nice when I know I'll just get lectured on how the kids were screaming and it was so hard on him the whole time. This is what you do. You call all your girlfriends. You book a trip to Vegas. <laughs> you go. And you leave a note saying, Hi, so we went away for some us time. Uh, the kids' meals are in the fridge. Uh, have a nice weekend. And you bounce. Or I didn't leave any food because I figured you could use the me time of going to the grocery store. <laughs> Enjoy that me time. Fuck. Or you just leave and then you have all the me time you want. Yeah. Um. What on earth? Yeah. I can't. Who thinks like this? I could have sworn that I. Yeah. This sounds just so familiar. And I, like, let us know if you guys figure out who this is. It's a deleted account, so I can't see what their name was, uh, except it, their, I took a screenshot before they deleted their account. And the, the account is named just a little squid with underscores, un like, between the words. And I feel like we've heard this shit before, but... This is just so unfathomably shitty. I feel like I definitely would have remembered. This is insane. And five days. Does he take a shower every day? The thing where I'm like, she is so conditioned to this is where she goes, I kind of feel like going to the grocery store is not me time. I'm like, kind of? You should 100%. Because <laughs> I 100% think that's a chore. Uh, Fuck. And she said that she's going to the doctor because she thinks she has ADHD and wants to get assessed for it. Um, mm -hmm. Says, I really struggle with keeping the house organized and clean. I will go to wash dishes and get sidetracked into deep cleaning the kitchen drawers instead. Find an old Christmas ornament while tidying the living room, which leads me to reorganizing the basement storage. Put away the kids' laundry, end up rearranging the furniture in his room. And then I forget to turn off the oven, which wastes a lot of electricity. Forget to put the laundry in the dryer. Forget where I put important Damn. things. It makes me easy to guilt trip. And then someone else later says that I just wanted to note is really easy to gaslight people with ADHD because there's memory problems that go with that. So when you're not sure what happened because you can't remember, then it's easy for him to swoop in and be like, oh no, this is how it was. Don't you remember? So the other thing is, she may she might have ADHD. That's entirely possible. Mm -hmm. But she may also just be completely burnt out. Yeah, true. Like it's it sounds like mental load, but to the extreme. Because the only thing she does is look after the kids. She never goes to, gets to go out with her friends. She doesn't. You know, it's been two years since she had a hecker. Yeah, she probably doesn't have friends at this point. Like, just she doesn't have time to maintain those relationships, which is exactly what he wants. <sighs> She God. says also, we met at college and started dating about when I turned 21. And Oof. then someone responded, so now that you're about the same age as he was when you started dating, how do you see 20-year-olds? And she said, I looked up 20-year-olds on Google and they did look a lot younger to me than I expected. To which someone replied the best comment ever, girl, your post-history is making me want a divorce and I'm not even married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. so again- That's insane. This is another one of those situations where it would be it would make her life easier to divorce him because he's not contributing 
anything to this relationship or her raising the kids. Like, it would just be easier to not have to deal with his bullshit. I was going to say, it's not like he would take the kids because he doesn't even know how to look after them. Like, he, he, he has no responsibility for anything that happens with them. And when he does, it's a big hardship. So he wouldn't even take the kids if they got divorced. So she could just, it, it would be the same life, except she wouldn't feel guilty all the time. Yeah, it also says in the comments, someone went through her post history, thank you user KBWIS, and says that he keeps getting fired because he's getting into fights at work. What? And this dude's just unhinged. Yeah. And yeah, just general shit we've heard before, right? Badgering her to lose weight right after the baby. Mm. Uh, saying, what did you do all day if the house isn't clean when he gets home? Um, just general being like, well, I work and you take care of the kids. So I don't have to take care of the kids because I what? work. Right? So. Gross. Great. Good times. Um, okay, here's her other post, which is just, just the other side of the coin. It's from our parenting. It's from four months ago. And okay. it says, husband set up gaming computer in baby's room. <laughs> Which okay. I'm pretty sure... I, I. So I think what happened here is that I went on a rabbit hole of looking at all of her posts. So much so that I thought we talked about it on the podcast. Because I definitely We have this. not talked about this. Great. Well, <laughs> you get to suffer now too. <laughs> Hooray! I know that this podcast was just set up for me to suffer. Like, yeah. that's... I just, we just we're just trying to share the suffering here. Yeah. Just so that we're not alone when we read the shit. <laughs> My husband is on parental leave from work, and right after our son was born, he set up his huge desk and gaming PC in the baby's room. It used to be in the basement. He said it was just short term, just a week or two, since our son was sleeping in a bassinet in our room at night anyways. The desk takes up half the room. I can't easily get at the dresser or closet for the baby's clothes. The computer has bright blue lights all over it and a loud fan Jesus. too. I've been wanting to use the baby's room for naps now that he is seven weeks old. My three-year-old is too loud and wakes him if he is downstairs. Problem is, my husband is always in there playing games, and the baby always wakes us up as soon as he goes to his crib. My husband insists that babies can sleep through the game sounds, chair wheels rolling and controller clicking, what the fuck, and can't even see the LED lights from his crib. I think it does bother the baby and asks him to put the computer in the living room or the basement again. He just says the computer is fine where it is. The baby just needs to learn to sleep better and is spoiled from being held while he naps all the time. I'm also kind of mad he is spending so much time playing games instead of helping with dishes, laundry, cleaning, and our three-year-old. I literally have to call his cell to ask him to come downstairs if I need help. And then he runs right back to his game. Am I overreacting about my husband having the computer in the baby's room? Or am I right that it will make it harder to put him down to nap? What in the good goddamn (laughs) is this? (laughs) This is the maddest you've been in a while. What the Fuck! What is wrong with human beings? At what point in your life do you think, gee, I really want to have two babies and then not look after them at all? Like, what? At what point do your human instincts not kick in? I saw my friend, um, our friend who has a baby yesterday at the party, and she came with the baby, and we chilled out in the pool and stuff. It is 100% impossible to ignore any child, even if they're not your child. Yeah. It's like, you are, you're just watching them, making sure nothing happens, you want to be vigilant, like, you want to make sure that they're happy. Like, that's just human instinct. I don't want to be a mother, and yet, I was still looking out for that baby, just making sure she was happy and wasn't getting burned and she didn't lose her hat and whatever, you know? 
At what? How do you have a baby of your own and then go, ah, he's fine. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Like, yeah, even like my cousin brought her three-year-old um, to the party for Father's Day. And I was like making sure he didn't drown in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> you you know, know, like normal people do. <laughs> Although she's not a great example, but because she does some of this shit Opie's husband does, but whatever. Yeah, what man. She has to call him on his phone. Because she can't just call and say, hey, husband, can you come help me with this thing real quick? It's like, no, she has to call a cell phone. I'm surprised he answers it, to be honest. Fuck. I'm, yeah. And is he playing, I don't even, it doesn't even matter what game he's playing. It doesn't matter what he's playing. my instinct to be like, is it an online game? Can he pause it? It doesn't fucking matter at this point. He could be playing Tetris. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. That poor baby, honestly. She's up two to three nights a week for several hours with pain from gallstones that she got during her pregnancy. Oh, for fuck. Yeah, you just leave, lady. This is not sustainable, and it's not going to get any better. You just got to go. Oh, here's the gem. As for helping with chores, he told me to just ask for help when I need it. No, you have two babies. No. No, you need to literally just be doing something almost all the time. Like, if you're on parental leave, you should be most of the time doing something around the house, especially if your partner is the one who gave birth and or dealing with your child. Like it's called parental leave, not dicking about on the computer leave, you absolute anus. Like <sighs> Yeah. I honestly the computer would be on the lawn. I would throw it out the window. Oh, uh, it wouldn't even be on the lawn. I would have sold it. That's probably that's a smarter move, but I would really like to throw it on the lawn and turn it the sprinklers would be- on. On eBay, immediately. I would have driven it to a fucking Goodwill and been like, hey, I have this really nice computer. I'd have fucking taken it to GameStop and been like, hey, can you resell this? Like, it would not be in my house. I would not be looking at it. I would have the money from it. And then use that money to take yourself to a spa day. Yeah, absolutely. I would spend his computer on something nice. Jesus Christ. Fuck that guy. She has a lot of comments and each one is just sadder and sadder (laughs) i feel awful for her i would love to try family therapy but he was mad i even suggested it i'm just like the fight has gone out of my god (laughs) my spirit is broken (sighs) i'm hoping that on the most recent post where she's like i did look up 20 year olds and you know they do look younger than i expected i hope that that means that she is like considering she's it's dawning on her that her husband is trash and that she should leave him ladies don't marry dudes like this um well the problem is they have two kids with them they flip a switch sometimes yeah once you get engaged once you get married once you're pregnant once you have the kids like there's these major life points Men or abusive partners often escalate so because they think, oh, now now they're trapped. Yeah, they can't go anywhere else. And if they do, uh, they're never going to find anybody else. Yeah. No. I keep reading Lame. comments. I feel I should mention that I don't drive. What? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> this, yeah. <laughs> this is awful. Just bad. Hey, guys. What a, what a dick If you're not happy, you can divorce. For any reason, we can. This is bad. This is really bad. But this even, is mega if bad. Any one of these things is divorce worthy. If you're not happy, if they make you unhappy, 
You can divorce them. You deserve to be treated better than this. You deserve someone who respects you as a human being instead of a maid and baby carer. What's the babysitter? Nanny. Nanny. That's the one. <laughs> My brain is is fried. So, yeah, I thought this was an update. If it is an update, y'all let me know which one this belongs to because I lose track of the abusive dickheads that we talk about on this podcast. Anyway, oh, I feel like I should move up the dead donkey. I'm going to do that. <laughs> hey, I'm going to have some water because I, I feel just empty of everything. I'm going to go ahead and scooch up this dead donkey because we need it now. Pulling the emergency escape cord. Bring in the emergency donkey. <laughs> Am I the asshole for planting a scary note for a child to find? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I live across the road from a primary school. Lately, a child has been walking past my house at the end of each school day and looking through my mailbox and sometimes taking my mail. Okay, so this is in England for sure. (laughs) Because, uh, so if you don't know or you don't live somewhere where you have a mailbox that is literally on your front door in england we don't have like outside mailboxes there's just a flap on the door and the the postie puts the mail straight into the flap and it's just open so you can just put your hand in and wave to people through them (laughs) it's a very small flap you'd need to have a tiny hand yeah there's a video of this coming from my security cameras i'd say they're around eight years old they are accompanied by an adult who is not doing anything to stop what? this behavior. Spelled with a U, behavior is, so. Yes, uh, we're in England. <laughs> and my neighbors have also had issues with mail going missing. I'm fed up, so I took screenshots of one of the videos that shows the child taking things from my letterbox and printed them off, sealed them in an envelope with a note saying that the police are following them and that they are going to take them to jail if they keep stealing mail. <laughs> sealed it up with a stamp, left it in my mailbox, and right as school time ended, I watched from my phone at work as the child went into my mailbox and removed the letter. (laughs) Not even ten minutes later, my ring camera is going crazy and the mother of the child is banging down my door. I answer it remotely and basically tell her that if she can't control her kid, then she can't get pissed off when other people take things into their own hands. Fat play. She was very unhappy and the kid was howling in the background, distressed that they were going to jail. The mother demanded I tell the kid that the police won't be coming for them, but I told her that maybe it was time for her to step up as a parent and explain why this is happening. I finished off with a warning that if she dares to try anything, I have a clear image of her face and I have security cameras everywhere. My colleague overheard me speaking to her over the ring camera and after I hung up, he asked what happened. I told him everything and he was quite disapproving and says the kids are hard to control. What? So of course they do crap like this. But this has been a constant thing spanning over the last month. But at the same time, I'm not a parent, so I have no idea how hard it is to keep track of a kid. Editing because it's easier to type than replying to all the comments asking. The police know, as does the school. Neither have done anything to stop this. (laughs) What an absolute lad. (laughs) Love this. This is so good. Like... How are you walking with how are you walking with your child and just allowing them to walk up to people's homes, put their hand in the letterbox? What the fuck? And just be like, yeah, you're stealing mail. That's fine. <laughs> like like what goes through an adult's brain that sees a kid do this and is like, this is fine, I'm tired, I don't want to deal with it. They haven't even seen the kid all day. They've been at school. And this this kid is eight. That is not a toddler. Like no. If an eight-year-old has reasoning skills, you could be like, oh, don't do that. It's illegal. It Imagine is. what this kid would be like in school. Oh, God. 
Well, they might be fine because if a teacher has firm boundaries, then they'll learn. But this mother doesn't apparently have any boundaries, so... Fucking hell. I love this, though. This is so good. This is like... Okay, well, if the police won't help me and the school won't help me, I'm gonna do something myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those pranks like the bike prank, right? Where it's like, hey, mm-hmm. at some point you're gonna have to learn that there are real world consequences for the shit that you're doing. And if the mother isn't gonna teach it, have at it, young vigilante. Yeah, I was saying this kid's gonna grow up to be like the girl from a couple weeks ago who was shitty to her mom and still got to go to Disney World or whatever. Oh, fucking hell yeah. <laughs> this is a much better solution yeah like it is actually very illegal to take someone else's mail i i I feel like this is something that people don't really know and in england actually you're not allowed to um greet the post person at the door and take the mail out of their hand oh weird because they can't verify that it's you and it's like an insurance thing so they have to actually physically put the mail through the through the letterbox they can't just hand it to somebody at your home because it might not be you um it's very illegal to take and open somebody else's mail um and yeah it is the kind of thing that you can be criminally prosecuted for because i tried to do it once i saw my postman and he was like at my gate and i was like oh i can just take the mail and he was like oh no no you can't i was like but i live here <laughs> he's like do you have identification proving that you live here i was like no <laughs> i was like 15 I was like no i don't and he was like yeah mm, i have to put it in the door i was like okay <laughs> I wonder if that's just because you were a teenager. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a thing. So I mean, yeah, I do know. Like, there are a lot of um, laws pertaining to the mail in the U.S. as well. Like, someone was just uh, there was like a best of talking about why the mail is so important, and mm-hmm. it included that uh, basically, like, that's the only way that the government has of officially formally contacting you. Like, yeah. they can call you on your phone, but there's no guarantee. There's no, like, legal guarantee that that's you. So. Yeah. Oh, no. Removed it went down. That's not good. The internet's been wonky lately. It's the heat. Possibly, yeah. It's not too bad down here, but it is humid as hell. It's 103. Woo. <laughs> that's. That's 41 sucks. degrees. In non-freedom units. Yeah. In actual temperature. I, we, we love creative solutions to problems around here, and I love this. Like, like he hasn't done anything criminal. Yeah. He's used his home security device to solve a problem. He has directly spoken to the mother of the child. He's spoken to the police and the kid's school. He's done everything he can possibly do from a legal standpoint to stop this from happening. So, you know, I, I don't think he's done anything wrong. Yeah. And I I like the ones where it's like, no, you did. They took the bait, you know, like this is absolutely you wouldn't have been scared if you hadn't done the bad thing, you know. Mm -hmm. So I like it. It's fun. Um, I don't know if this is hero of the year worthy, but (laughs) throw it down there. We always have fewer heroes of the year than we do. uh, than we do assholes. So throw throw him in there. That's true. We only have one. Godspeed, male ninja. (laughs) Yeah, we have four asshole of the year contenders and just two heroes of the year. And we do like our pranks on here. So that's good. We do. We do love our pranks. Yeah. As long as you're not doing them to me. <laughs> Thanks. I 
I and I also basically Reddit loves this because it's like I have security cameras already. Reddit loves to tell people to get security cameras, and also I you know took matters into my own hands because the police and the school didn't do anything. I doubt the school could have told him. The the school can um. You know, if this is a problem around the community where the school is, it is technically the school's problem. Yeah. Especially if the kid is wearing the the uniform of the school. So at minimal, the school should have done an assembly about, you know, male safety and things you should and shouldn't do when you visit other people's homes. Like, at the bare minimum, that should have happened. The, The... the the head teacher should have made the kids aware hey this is a problem that's going on right now we need to look out for each other and make sure it's not happening because i know that when i was a kid at school if there were like littering problems or um people were calling the school and saying hey i've noticed a lot of the kids from your school aren't using the crossing when they cross the street um and I'm just worried one of them's going to get run down. Or, um, hey, I've noticed a lot of the kids from your school aren't locking their bikes up when they go into the shop. Like, stuff like that. People will call and do that kind of thing. And when those kinds of things happened, we would either get a letter home from the school saying, hey, in the community, we've been made aware that this is happening. Or, slash and, they would do an assembly and say, hey, bike safety, this is what you should do. You should always cross the crosswalk. Like, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the school should have done something. I also know that, at least in the US, like, if a student, if two students, or if, if a kid commits a crime on the way home from school, the school can punish them for it. So, like, yes. even though they're not on campus anymore, they're still on their way home from school. Even if they, like, already got dropped off by the bus and they're walking home, if they get into, like, a fight with another kid, that can lead to punishment from the school. Yeah. So. And the reason for that is, until the parents are home, who's responsible for the kid? Yeah. So, and, and, it- and a, a, in a lot of cases, if the kid's wearing a, a uniform as well, it can look badly on the school. Um if a lot of kids from that school are littering or whatever. So it's just better all around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fun stuff. Okay, so I have a different... Okay, so I'm just rearranging my stories now since we moved some stuff around. Okay, so this next story has a trigger warning for transphobia. So check out the timestamp in the description if you don't want to deal with that transphobes can eat shit yeah that's my official standpoint and if you are a transphobe get the fuck out we don't want you what the fuck are you doing here (laughs) go away we don't want you um okay no ages and it's a name by the asshole post am i the asshole for lying about being pregnant to my family to protect my husband Hmm. okay (laughs) thoughtful Hmm. hmm My husband is a transgender man, and we've always wanted to start a family together. I have a huge fear of pregnancy, so he offered to carry the baby. It was an insane process. He had to stop taking testosterone for a long time, but he was amazing throughout the whole process, and I did everything in my power to help him feel more comfortable. None of my family know he is transgender. They're homophobic, transphobic, all of the phobics. But our friends know. He posted an ultrasound to his private Instagram, not knowing that my sister follows him on a burner account. Well, she saw the photo and told my whole family. They were furious that I wouldn't tell them. Our plan was to say we adopted. They assumed I was the one pregnant and blew up on me, so I just let it go and rolled with a lie because I wasn't going to out my husband. 
My first couple of months, I'd let them visit. Eventually, I'd start eating big meals and purposely bloating myself to the point of discomfort so I looked pregnant. They they remarked around the six-month mark that I was remarkably small, but I just played it off. Eventually, I couldn't lie any longer, so I looked for every excuse in the book not to see my family. I turned down the offers of baby showers, gender reveal parties, anything that would require us seeing each other. Luckily, my family live an hour away and we all live busy lifestyles, so them randomly visiting wasn't an issue. The one time they did pop in unexpectedly, we were out of the house. If they FaceTimed, I made a point to be in bed feeling horribly sick so I couldn't give a bump update. I lied my ass off and they just thought I had a rough pregnancy. My husband gave birth a year ago. Thank you, neighbor dog, for barking. (laughs) Super nice of you to do that. My husband gave birth a year ago and went straight back on the testosterone, and now we're happy as ever. My family have met our daughter, and they adore her. A week ago, after an argument between myself and a friend, said friend decided to out my husband by messaging my family and included proof. No! They did it by adding everybody to a group chat, posting screenshots, and basically the whole story, then saying, I'll leave you all to discuss. Then they left the chat and blocked me and my husband. In a transphobic rage, my mother raced to my home and all but beat my front door down. It wasn't pretty. I had to call the cops. I've been disowned, but that hasn't stopped the daily calls and texts coming from my parents, aunts, uncles, siblings, etc., leaving nasty transphobic slurs on my voicemail and other hateful crap. What the fuck? I ended up crying to my friend yesterday who told me that I should have been honest with my family, as it would have saved me a lot of heartache. Nope. That, or said we miscarried and then adopted later. I'm not happy that things played out the way they did. I just feel so sad now. Maybe it was wrong to lie to my family, but I feel like I had no choice. And then I'm just going to read the edit because it gives context. Okay. Edit because I figured I'd put this in the main text. I figured I'd I put this in the main text. My husband has always encouraged me to maintain a relationship with my family. However, it was mostly for his sake. Personally, I mentally checked out years ago, but when they met him, they presumed they welcomed him with open arms and treated him like a son. Yes, it was conditional on him being presumed cisgender. However, we never intended for them to find out. He felt a familial love that that he's never had from his own family before, which is why I kept my relationship with my parents at his request. If it weren't for him, I most likely would have cut them off a long time ago. I'm sad that this has happened, but most of that sadness is for my husband rather than me. Also, the friend in this story who outed him is obviously no longer a friend and never will be again. The other friend who said I should have told the truth is on thin ice. Yeah, there is... You... If your family has hateful views towards something to do with your partner, it is your responsibility to try and protect your partner as much as possible from being outed, uh, treated in a racist manner, because they don't deserve that shit. If that means that you go no contact or whatever, that's fine. So what Opie did in this situation is admirable, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... That's, this is so awful. Everybody sucks here. I mean, except for OP and husband. Like It was absolutely heroic of the husband to offer to carry that baby. Yeah. Because the gender dysphoria they would have been feeling and Jesus. I, yeah. Like, especially, even the friend who was like, you should have said we miscarried and adopted later. That wouldn't no, have solved that's the a worse lie. problem. That's that- a worse lie. Yeah, that's a worse lie because it adds like another layer of like stuff to it. And also like that wouldn't have helped anything. The other friend still would have 
done what they did, like the other friends still would have outed her. And how could you do that to someone if just having an argument? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what I'm confused about, if the family was coming over and like offering shit and whatever, did they not notice that the husband was pregnant? Yeah, I feel like they didn't. Like, I don't know. They... I guess if you're a guy, you can pass off as a beer belly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it's easier to hide a pregnancy for longer than it is to pretend to be pregnant for longer. You know? Right. Um, right. I was like, oh, you should have totally, like, put a pillow under your stomach or something. Go buy one of those things. But honestly, like, sounds like the way that they did it was probably for the best. She had to call the cops. Fuck. Yeah. Like, that's so shitty. Uh, oh, he's quite a big guy, both tall and wide. Under baggy clothes, you wouldn't be able to tell he was pregnant up until the seven-month mark. Okay. He looked bigger, like he had gained weight, but he didn't look pregnant. Okay. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, that sucks. Especially since, like, OP's husband really wanted that familial bond. And now they can't have that just because the family is shitty. I, I also think it's incredibly shitty of the sister to just be like, yeah, they're pregnant. Like... Without speaking to her first. And the way that that friend did it, too, by being like, like, I'll leave you to discuss. Like, fuck off. You're a fucking bully in a high school movie right now. Right? That's the most petty childish shit I've ever heard. God. Well, I can't say that OP isn't better off for having all the uh, worms out of the can now. Yeah, the trash has been taken out, or the trash took itself out, to be honest. I mean, yeah, it does suck that you still have to deal with the harassment, but hopefully... As long as you're reporting that to the police every single time it happens. Like, ugh, that sucks, man. Yeah, like, try and get a restraining order, and just that way they can't call you anymore. Yeah, restraining order, and then um, when the kid is school age, or when the kid is in, you know, nursery or kindergarten or whatever, just make sure that nobody can come and pick the kid up. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I could see this family being so transphobic that they'd be like, we'd be a better, better parents than... Because we're normal. Yeah, or whatever. Bullshit. Okay, I found what the fight is about. The fight with her friend was about them becoming homeless and us not being able to help out as much as they would have liked. They failed to pay their rent and wanted to move in with us because they're being kicked out. I said no because said person is unstable and drinks to the point of violence. Instead, I offered to help find government housing for low-income earners, but it wasn't enough. They asked for money. We said no. I'm certain that they were intoxicated at the time of making that group chat. Okay. So it was an alcoholic. Okay. Yeah. Which (sighs) makes more sense. Not that they were just that level of shitty. Like, like that explains it. Not excusing it even a tiny bit. I'm just saying that makes... No, not at all. That makes sense why they would go for the nuclear option right away. Right. Yeah. So... You're just better off without these people, without family, without the the quote-unquote friend. Yeah, you don't need that shit. Focus on baby and husband and everything will be, will sort itself out. If the family is desperate to see the kid, then that is, you know, if you want to make that contingent on a public apology or whatever. Apology dinner! You know. <laughs> apology dinner! To be honest, it's it like if it was one family member... Oh, yeah. That might be the thing, because they would have at least pressure, but it sounds like it's the whole family being shitty. I can relate. My whole family is shitty. Um, So, yeah. Oh, three days ago was their cake day. OP's cake day. Happy belated cake cake day. day. (laughs) 
Yeah. yeah. It's going to nearly be my cake day. When's my cake day? Let's have a look. I'm not going to out myself on Reddit. I'm confused. Oh, no. It's, about. it's not their cake day. Their account was created three days ago. I'm an idiot. Great. <laughs> well, their account was created. Jeez. <gasps> it's my cake day tomorrow. Oh, no. It was my cake day last month. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't even notice. I never notice when it's my cake day. I Reddit won't let me log into my main account, so... <laughs> I don't know what my cake day is. I'm just logged into my Morgan Leslie account. Okay. Okay. So, in light of these horrible posts, I have a second dead donkey. I'm going to pull from the future dead donkey weeks. And Yay. this will be great. Okay. This is a relationships post. OP and her boyfriend are both 25. I have to say it like that because of Spongebob. Blame Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend is buying me an unreasonable amounts of gifts. What's an unreasonable amount of gifts? Me and my boyfriend, both 25, me and my boyfriend, both 25, have been together for just over two years, living together throughout the pandemic, and it feels like we've been through a lot together. It was our second anniversary last week, and we had a great time. Went out to eat for the first time in what feels like forever, etc. <laughs> that wasn't a list. I feel like no. they just added it you just You can't just say, okay, can we just make this very clear? You can't just say etc. at the end of a single thing that happened. I feel like yada yada would have been more appropriate. But, yeah, you know that's not how etc works. <laughs> etc in Latin means and so on. So you have to have a list of stuff that has been your English lesson for the day. <laughs> it was really nice. We talked about how it feels like we missed out on a lot of the early relationship stuff. You often get buying each other little gifts, going on dates, etc. There you go. <laughs> there we go. That's the correct usage of etc. Because of living together so close for so long. Okay. This grammar is terrible. Because of living together so close for so long, but that it was amazing that our relationship felt so good regardless. Over the last week, my boyfriend bought me a bunch of gifts, just cute little things. The problem comes in that he says he has an, he has organized and made a list of a hundred things in what he's dubbed the 100 what? days of gifts. What? <laughs> I really don't know what to say to this, but I really don't want to package a day of mostly cheap trash for the next several months. The thought is cute, but the recycling bin is already half full of packaging. And whilst a couple of thoughtful gifts are cute, I can't see how a hundred gifts will all be genuine thoughtful items I will need and want in my life. It feels like a waste of money and terrible for the environment, and I'm stressing out because it was a nice thing he wants to do for me, and because I can't exactly tell him I don't want his gifts without upsetting him. What do I do here? I'm not sure I can quietly get rid of the gifts uh, and things that we don't have room for, and don't want him noticing, and it feels like I'm stabbing him in the heart and killing any romance to tell him to stop. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no pressure. That is too many gifts. It is. Yeah. How many is too okay. many? 100. Yeah. 100. 100 is too many gifts. I feel like 20 gifts would be too many gifts. Yeah. If it was like little stuff. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, this is an awkward situation. He's trying to do something really sweet, and the thought is nice, but yeah, I agree. That's that's kind of wild. So I feel like she should be like, I think this is really sweet, but maybe we could try going on a hundred dates or like doing something, not a hundred dates. That would be too many dates in a row. But like, let's try and do one nice thing every week that's like a date thing. I think I think she should say, why don't we spend this money on us rather than just me? That too. Because it's, it's not just me in the relationship. Right? I'm also grateful for you, and I want to take, you know, the money you would be spending on a hundred gifts for me and, you know, use it to do something really nice for us. Maybe, like, put it towards buying a couple of board games that you guys can play together. 
Yeah. And then you can turn it from a hundred days of gifts to a hundred minutes of couple time, like once a week or once every two weeks. And that would be really nice. Yeah. Date night's super important. Date night is more important than gifts. So I would I would try and repackage it like that and say that you're really grateful for what he's trying to do, but it makes you feel like kind of wasteful and yeah. Let's do it together. Let's do things together rather than you shower me with <laughs> bookmarks and whatever else you're gonna buy me. Yeah. Totally agree. Make it about an us thing instead of a you giving me gifts thing. Sounds like yeah. a good one. Okay, this is I I good. I know that I don't really I like receiving gifts, but if I get lots of gifts, I always feel bad. <laughs> Like there was one year at Christmas where, um, so what me and my husband try and do at Christmas is we we try and alternate years where one of us gets a big gift. So um, if I mean one year, what I really wanted was um, I wanted the James Bond Blu-ray set, and it was pretty expensive. So my husband was like, okay, so t- this year's going to be your big gift year. So next year is going to be my big gift year. So I may I only had like one or two gifts that year, but then the year after I had loads of gifts, and I was like. I don't like this. Because <laughs> he only had one. We didn't agree he, to this. <laughs> this wasn't the deal. He got the big gift and then it was like, oh, you got lots of little things. I'm like, no. And all my little things didn't amount to the big thing that he got, but it was like, oh no, I feel like it's only Christmas for me and not Christmas for him. <laughs> I feel like I'm being a bad wife. So there can be some guilt associated with um, receiving gifts that you feel like you don't deserve as well. And that. That might be difficult to deal with. For sure. Uh, This is the cheesiest thing ever, but I think it was like our one year anniversary with my husband. I made like, and this is like right when we graduated college because we were, so we were both super broke. So I got a nice jar and I decorated it and I got some nice like stationery and I wrote like 100 things that I liked about him. Uh, and put them in the jar so he took one out every day for 100 days so that would be a nice consolidated version of this yeah and not as wasteful i mean it was a jar so we could reuse the jar although although it is sitting on his like bookshelf still to this day (laughs) yeah i it's just you gotta be if you're trying to make a big grand romantic gesture like that, you have to make sure that it's wanted. Yeah. It's nice to do something like that for another person. It makes you feel good. But if she doesn't want, you know, a hundred Funko Pops or whatever the fuck he's buying, I don't know what he's buying. <laughs> and I think he's wrapping them all too. I would love a hundred Funko Pops, by the way. <laughs> but if it's not something, she, like she said, if it's not something she's going to be using all the time or, you know, it is just a waste. Yeah. And especially since it seems like it's just like, he has thought through it. Like he made a list, so that's Mm -hmm. good. But also she's like, it's cheap nonsense so far and it's just not worth it. And, and, you know, just be like, I I feel kind of awkward. I don't want to put this pressure on you. Instead, I would rather do this. And if he reacts poorly hopefully it's just that he's a little sad because he had this yeah nice he's probably idea. gonna be disappointed like whatever you say he's probably gonna be disappointed but it's it's a mark of how mature he is how he reacts after that yeah yes exactly and this is a two-year relationship so you should be comfortable at this point saying that to him uh-huh. and not have him get like obviously hopefully he won't get mad that would be bad but it doesn't seem like yeah, that's the case it seems like he's a chill dude 
and hopefully we'll take it well. So, yeah. So there, we get two dead donkeys and two awful, 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 awful posts. Awful, 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 awful people, <laughs> yes. Ugh. I hope, well, She'll... we won't be getting any more updates from that first one because her account was deleted, <sighs> but honestly. Ugh. Ugh. One is like, the first one was very much like, divorced now and the sec the third one was very much like i'm glad you found such an amazing partner <laughs> yes never talk to your family again no. <laughs> uh get you a man who will have the baby so you don't have to <laughs> just kidding <laughs> fuck i wish all right so my, my subreddit of the day week it's this is a weekly week. podcast right it is yeah. a weekly podcast yes it's we do this once a week teeny teeny tiny pot uh subreddit and it is called gorilla gardening oh not like gorilla the ape <laughs> gorilla like <laughs> like gorilla marketing like you throw a, bo- a seed bomb and run away <laughs> which is still also not like a gorilla ape it's got 2.9k members and it just says welcome to gorilla gardening but the top post of all time is pretty much uh the the like mission <laughs> statement of the post hear me out a movement where we illegally plant trees everywhere and refuse to stop you might want to sit down for this get ready are you ready and trefa i love it and trefa <laughs> yeah i mean and the Aww. top comments are a little or the top posts are very much like i made this potted plant somewhere or i put this potted plant somewhere but uh yeah it's basically about like plant plants that are native to the area where you live that is also food so that people can have like you know plant a a peach tree or whatever and then people can pick those if they need them but also like like local rebutifying so there's one here where the local school has planted marigolds in the cracks in the sidewalk and they look beautiful yeah yeah and yeah seed bombs that you just like kind of smush into the ground and they will like grow nat- native things to your area definitely native things um, like poppy i want to throw all sorts of seeds around need your advice yeah there's a really big plant space behind my apartment so i definitely want to figure out what to put back there without it getting uh, taken down by the gardeners which uh hopefully they wouldn't <laughs> If I just Community gardens are such a rad idea. I love like, them. I, I love the idea that anybody in the community can just go and spend a couple of hours, you know, tending to the plants and, you know, cutting fresh lettuce or whatever it is you planted there. Like, it's just a nice, hey, you need some food? You don't have enough money to buy a salad? We got you. Here's a place where there's, like, tomatoes and fucking free-grown spinach. Like, it's a good thing. And this is kind of related to a subreddit that's called, well, there's two kind of related subreddits. I guess I'll just throw those out there. Urban Homestead and Suburban Farming. So both of those are about how to grow food, mostly food plants that in in limited space. So Suburban Farming is more of like, you know, if you have a a house that has a yard, Urban Homesteading is more like you got this tiny deck or like a windowsill. Here you go. Uh, here's how you can make that stuff. So yeah, or grow that stuff area. And like guides for growing plants in water. And then you can, you know, grow the plants in water and then go bury them around your neighborhood. Uh, just make sure you don't accidentally plant invasive species. Yeah, be really careful. Yeah, we have in California, there's just so many invasive species. 
And you can figure out what that is by going to our foraging the subreddit last week. Yes, last week's excellent subreddit. Yeah. So we're doing plants this month. This month is plant month because my plants are still alive. Yay. You didn't you didn't send Yay. me pictures. I did not send you pictures. I'm going to go right out after this and... Um... And photograph my garden. But not my sad uh, caladium. I don't know what I did to the caladium, but it was thriving and now it's sad. Oh no. I think it's just burning in the sun. It's just so hot. Maybe it needs a little umbrella. Yeah, I think I might see if I can prop something up just to protect it. Yeah, it's so hot there that if you tried to water it down during like the heat of the day, that would make it worse because the water would like evaporate off of it and... Yeah, I have a lot of spots on my fern as well where like the water that was on the leaves from the sprinkler has just burnt the oh, leaves. Jesus. Like, yeah, it's bad. It's hard to grow anything. That's what I've learned during quarantine is like, plants will die. That's okay. You learned something. And now I have, I'm like looking around. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven alive plants. And then Yay! three alive ones outside. So <laughs> yeah, my azalea is, is dead, dead. The okay. azalea is not coming back. No. It is, it is dead. Um, and it has been dead maybe for a week, and I've just been <laughs> refusing to accept that the insect layer is very dead. <laughs> You're like giving um, it, uh, I trying keep to resuscitate it. it. Yeah, I do keep watering it. I'm like, please, I want you to have big pink flowers. But um, alas and alack, she she is no more. Oh, I found this cool article in Gorilla Gardening that's called Gorilla Grafting: Secretly Grafting Fruit-Bearing Branches into Ornamental City Trees. That's so cool. Hell yeah truck is off to do some gorilla gardening i guess go you go <laughs> truck plant those seeds be free yeah and they have different like guides for different areas um but go and contribute yeah it's a pretty cool subreddit uh before we uh before we sign off i do want to uh just bring to the fore um i know i talked about the england football team yesterday um when england loses um national matches the rate of domestic violence in english houses increases so um please do keep an eye out for anybody who you think you may be at risk or in danger um if you have a friend who is struggling make sure that they have access to um to good women's shelters or, or, or shelters where they can they can be safe. It's not just women who can be abused in homes, it is also men. So um, please, if you notice that your friends are uh, behaving differently or, you know, trying to cover themselves up more or whatever, especially now that it's warm, just be aware uh, that this is a thing that happens and uh, look out for each other. Yeah, and relationship advice... It's relationship underscore advice, and there's a link in the sidebar there to the red flag campaign, which is warning signs to watch out for. So take a look at that, and that has some good resources as well on there. That's under relationship underscore advice. It's like at the very bottom of the sidebar. And if you're feeling the need to post something racist about our national footballers, don't. Yeah, don't. Just go and take yourself into a dark corner and think very hard about your life and how your choices have brought you to this precise moment where you're going to abuse a 19-year-old online for not kicking a ball into a goal. Okay? It costs absolutely nothing to shut the fuck up. I do it all the time. It costs absolutely nothing to self-reflect. Yes. So, just be nice. Everybody be kind, please. Yes. And don't at us on Twitter... I am at Morgan underscore Slay, so you know not to talk to me <laughs> if you see me. Or you can not at us at are the letter you the word serious pod on Twitter. And you can not email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com. You can 100% not send me any memes about England 
at Esme underscore C underscore knows, as in knows lots of things. And you can 100% not engage with us at all on Facebook, the letter R slash the letter U serious podcast. And we're not joking, by the way. <laughs> no, I'm absolutely not joking. I, I really do not want those memes. I really don't want your opinion on this. I, uh, I have heard enough people's opinions about this, and I'm very tired now. Okay? Let's just leave it alone. But you can check you can. out at Middle Morph. Uh, episode two will be out, or book two will Hell be yeah. out when this episode comes out. So do that. Go talk about animals uh, and be not racist over there. I don't have anything to plug, but you can find my really cool picture of Vegeta that I drew. With Vegeta? I drew a really cool... Vegeta! Oh, Vegeta. <laughs> like... Not a fajita. A cheetah? A cheeto? A vajita? A cheetah? No, I'm not good at drawing cats. Animals? Out. Uh, small angry boys from anime. Yes, yes, yes. Um, this is a thing that I can definitely draw for you. <laughs> All right, we're going to go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>